We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bye-bye. Oh, tripping. I'm out of here anyway. Please, Outstanding guests on the show today. My thanks to Eric Edholm. Chris Herring, Anthony Treff. A lot of discussion taking place a variety of sports topics. My thanks to Brandon Fryer as well on the ones and twos holding it down for me as I filled in for the great Lawrence Holmes. And now this transition is brought to you by Amy Kite of Keller Williams Realty Infinity. And the top of the hour is brought to you by Northwestern Women's Basketball, Chicago's Big Ten team. Coach McEwen and the Cats host Purdue tomorrow night at 7 p.m., for Senior Night, buy tickets now at nusports.com. And uh, we have, I, I guess it's Solo Parko today. We got Danny Parkins in a, uh, in what appears to be a dress shirt. Maybe some some TV duties or some business happenings. You're making deals. You're willing to deal. What's happening, man? I wish it was either of those two things, man. Big Ant, good to uh, good to see you. Yeah. Uh, actually had to uh, attend a funeral today. Oh, that is unfortunate. It, yeah, it, it, it is, but... Um, one of my best friends, uh, grandmother, 98 years. Okay. Uh, she lived a full, lived full, a full life, life. and yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, but I've known, I've known her since I was 10 years old, and he's, which is basically when he became uh, my best friend back in third grade. So, hmm. you know, paying uh, paying respects, and the cemetery is close to my house in the burbs. So, I uh, decided to do the show from home today, and. Speaks came down with a stomach bug, so your boy just found out a little bit ago that he's going to be solo <laughs> for the next four hours. So, okay. yeah, what? I, but we'll we'll be good. We got all sorts yeah. of th- things to uh, to talk about. But yeah, you know, I don't you normally. I I almost put on the hoodie just to like kind of cover it up uh, and just keep it close. But we're uh, finding out it was solo, just uh, scrambling around a little bit more. Yeah, Heard right. you talking about the handshakes. Uh huh. You played sports at like an infinitely higher level, obviously. Than, than I ever did, and I, I'm not one really for like things that offend people about sportsmanship. Largely offend me less than most people. Like I don't mm. necessarily need the forced uh, sportsmanship just for appearances' sake, just to just make perfunctory other gestures feel good. in general. And my impression is that you're not really about perfunctory gestures. Yeah, exactly. Because uh-huh. like, I I don't look I don't I don't want my son to be looking to professional athletes right for the like i don't care about the trash talk stuff i don't care about the Mm. sportsmanship stuff like you guys are professional athletes um but i do think it's a little bit silly that 
Jawan Howard does what he does, even if he was instigated by someone else doing, uh, you know, whatever his justification was. And the conversation becomes maybe we should get rid of handshake lines mm. as opposed to, and Jawan Howard was out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Like he's a coach. Right. You can't you can't do that if you're a coach. And I, th- I I honestly feel like this is a product of the calendar. Like if that incident would have happened on uh, the Sunday of you know championship Sunday in the NFL. Like if that game would have happened at noon on that Sunday, it would have been a big story in college basketball. Juwan Howard would have still gotten suspended. Yeah. But I don't think like the sports take industrial complex <laughs> is having some sort of moral discussion on whether or not we should continue with handshake lines. Well, I mean, this is like a full brick and mortar building that the sports take industrial complex. I think that that should exist somewhere. It be really like smoke should. It does billowing it, out of it at the top. Yeah, it, it, be some Fox Sports One. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah that, that, that's essentially that, that, what they are. Yeah. That, that's where that's where it exists. But <laughs> but yeah, I I just honestly like this is silly and ridiculous like like i know you do a big 10 show and Uh i know that from covering college athletics that like on conference calls and stuff like that like if something happens in the sec all the sec coaches get asked about it on their conference call and Mm -hmm. same thing in the big 10 or the acc or whatever so like i i get it that it's a college talking point thing but if this well, I mean, happened in the tournament, plenty of shows like you know, so television shows all over the place too, and I, I do I know, think, but, if it, but it would not be, it would not be in the A block of pardon the interruption if it would have happened while the while the NFL playoffs were still going. I on, think there's multiple point. factors to it. I, I agree that the time of year certainly matters in that as well. While at the same time, you know, if if the story gains enough magnitude, like if, if the game weren't on CBS, like right. there there was another smaller game. Fran McCaffrey referenced. I'm forgetting if he said it was. Old Dominion and someone, Fran McCaffrey was just telling me this morning on my show that there was some other game that had a, a bigger brawl than Michigan-Ohio State turned out to the other day, but nobody mentioned it, nobody cared about it because that game wasn't on CBS. It was just some other you know, group of five game or mid-major game that people didn't necessarily see the fallout from it, and it wasn't like aggregated as much. But I think in addition to that, there's, just, there's an, you know, sort of an extremity. There's an extremeness to the, the way we view all these things, whether it's the dunk contest where, you know, Inevitably, if there's a bad dunk contest, then people say, well, all right, I don't care about the dunk contest. These things are awful. The dunk contest has been bad for years. When it's kind of like just every couple of years, you get a dud of a dunk contest. So it doesn't mean the dunk contest shouldn't exist anymore. Or the Pro Bowl happens. Millions of people, more people watch the NFL Pro Bowl than watch most you know, regular season baseball games or even playoff hockey games. But when the Pro Bowl happens, we get to our extreme reactions of how awful it is and how it shouldn't take place. When people are watching it, like it exists for a reason, things get sold and people tune in and pay attention to it. I just think there, there's an extreme nature to our reactions on all these things. So I think that factors in as much, if not more, in my opinion, than just the time of year that it happens. Because it was a, a unique circumstance. You don't see coaches strike other coaches. And so now that that's happened, everybody's like, oh, fire him. And what do we do to change it? And, Definitely. Else. and it's Juwan Howard. Yeah, you know, J- Jawan Howard's a celebrity coach, mm-hmm. right? People have opinions right. on Jawan Howard dating back to the Fab Five. People have opinions on Michigan. People have, you know, he he had the incident with uh, with Mark Turgeon. So, like, right. I I am not saying it's not a story. Mm. I just I am surprised at 
how the lifespan of it, the <laughs> lifespan of it, and the the deviations of we're no longer even talking about Juwan Howard striking a coach. Mm-hmm. It's about handshake lines and sportsmanship, <laughs> and like I'm like that is so silly. Like it 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 Juwan Howard was pissed. Juwan mm-hmm. Howard overreacted. Juwan Howard got punished. They can still do handshake lines at the end of basketball games. Like the, right. the, the, the reason that happened was not because of the handshake line. Like that's just right. so it was it was because Jawan Howard lost his temper, you know? Yeah. So it was that was silly to me. Uh were you ever able to dunk? By the way, you mentioned the dunk contest. Oh. Uh I'm insulted by the question, yes. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I guess it's – you're a big guy. I mean, I thought it's a 38-and-a-half-inch vertical leap. Yes, yes, I could dunk right. very well. If, if there was anything you I could do – dunk very well. I'm the, I'm the George Gervin of, of vertical leaping defensive tackles. Yeah, one thing I could do is jump high, yeah. Okay, so you could – you could you, what's what could you – what's the coolest dunk you could do? Like, could you windmill? Uh, could you go – I mean, kind of a, a reverse windmill or like the – what my favorite dunk, because my – the finesse of my basketball skills didn't necessarily equate to like a lot of the cool like 360. I could do a reverse windmill, but I just love like coming down the court and I would just kind of cock it back Barkley style. Like I'd get yeah. a running start and go off stride, just bring it way behind my head. I literally did tear a backboard down at Bolingbrook High School. And actually that's what ended my basketball career, frankly, was I tore down a backboard at Bolingbrook High School, one day my, my parents had to pay for the backboard, which is still a point of contention in our household. That they, you know, as opposed to the school, like admitting that they had faulty equipment and I hurt my ankle. But I'm in the midst of my senior season. I'm getting ready to go play college football, and so we just said, "All right, you, you tore your ankle up dunking on some some half broken backboard. Let's just go ahead and shut this thing down." They sent you, you a bill. Anyways. Oh yeah, oh yeah, sent my folks a bill. It was one of those things where you know they're like, "All right, do we?" Do, do we fight this thing? Do we make some big argument about it? Like, you know what? We, we got bigger fish to fry right now. Let's just go ahead. Let's pay the, the few hundred bucks or whatever it was. So it was kind of like the, the discretion being the better part of Valley. They said, you know That's what? They're going to make a big deal though. out of it. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Like if, you were on the, if you were on the baseball team and you were the catcher and, you know, you got in a collision or something and the, mm-hmm. the catcher protective gear tore – in the in the game of play, they would they wouldn't charge you for the catcher gear, right? Like, Agreed. Yeah. You're a and gymnast. I mean, their their I, point I, was, I guess, basically, it's school equipment, and I broke school equipment. It wasn't something that you know that that was like mine it. or that I purchased that I broke. But yes, it was. I don't uh, like it. They they owe you that money with interest, as far as I agree. As, I agree. So far. there's a big chunk of backboard that's somewhere in my parents' attic somewhere. I guess probably at some point I might grab it and just like put it on my wall somewhere. As a, oh, okay, as that's actually kind of badass. Yeah, so you I mean, got so, so you broke it. You broke a backboard. Yeah, had to pay for it, but got to keep the backboard. You got broke. to keep the backboard. Yeah. So I mean, right, there, well, there will be I, res- some I point, rescind my complaint. <laughs> there will be some point where that's hanging on my mantle. So I, I have more than enough skill to break backboards, or at least used to before all my knee surgeries. I was talking earlier about being concerned for Zach Levine's knees because I've gone through a few of these injections that he's talking about. There, a skill I have yet to. Well, see, I, I've spent. I want your ruling on this because I've spent the majority of my my entire life, not even just adult life, viewing myself as, as someone who can't swim. So recently, as I've got, you know, my schedule's freed up a little bit more post-football season here, so we've spent some time going to, like, an indoor swimming pool nearby, and I, I'm to the point now, like, moving underwater, as long as my lungs are full of air, I can do that because I sink really well, and I just kind of flap my arms around it and kind of get where I'm going. So I can get from one end of the pool to the other end, underwater 
in one breath. It takes quite a while. I can hold my breath for a decent amount of time, but I can eventually get there in one breath. Now, if you drop me in 10 feet of water, I would drown eventually. So I'm, just, I'm trying to figure out, and I was talking about this a little bit for a brief time on, on, on the air last night. Some folks said, yeah, that means you can swim if you can get one into the pool to the other. Other folks said, nah, if you can't truly survive in water you can't stand up in, then no, you, you actually can't swim yet. I don't, I don't know. I've always viewed myself as somebody who can't swim. I don't know. What, what's your thought? Okay, well, hold on a second. So this is, this is fascinating. Mm. If you were dropped in a pool that was 10 feet deep, right? you would be able to swim to the edge and get out. I could get to the surface of the water and, and wrestle my way towards, like, a wall that I would have to grab on. But I can't, like, you know how you people kind of comfortably water. tread water yeah. or do, like, the freestyle thing where their lips and their face are above water. I can't do that. But if I'm underwater, I can just sort of swipe my arms, breathstroke style, and move it's just it's a very slow movement, and eventually yeah. I'll run out of air and drown. Okay. okay. I think that the survival instincts would kick in, and I think that if you were in the middle of a 10-foot pool and you oh, were no. 30, 40 feet away from the wall, you don't think you could, without put, having anything to push off of, you don't think you could get to the wall? I, I can't like I'll I have no problem. I'll dive off of a diving board into the water. I understand. Water. I'm saying if you're in the middle of a pool, and you're 50 feet away from the wall, and you're in 10 feet of water, and you're just floating in the middle, you know, whatever. Could you get to that wall? Could you get there 50 feet? I don't have enough experience knowing what amount of space I can cover in that time. I've been in this scenario in the ocean, and I've had to be saved a couple of times. If there's air in my lungs, I'm comfortable. Once I either swallow water or yeah. run out of air, I got problems. You, if you have any doubt about being able to move 50 feet, then you probably still can't swim. Um, okay, but how 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 long is the length of a pool? the The wall says forty four laps equals a mile, so I think it's a decent sized pool. It just it, it only goes to like five and a half feet deep, which is why I'm more than comfortable enough just to you know do what I'm doing and know I can stand up when it really comes down. Well, like to a, it. like an Olympic sized pool is fifty meters, so you know that's like one hundred and fifty feet. All right, roughly. I don't know if this is that or not. Then right. But, the point, but it's, it's the a point decent is, size pool. You're close, and I think I think we'll, we'll have close you over to being to, able to swim. Really? Close to being able to swim. Okay. Yeah, and we'll have you over. I don't the know pool what that, that threshold is. Like if I, the, you were dropped the in the middle the of the ocean, is, you'd be like fine. It, the threshold is like if if you and I were thro- dropped off in the ocean, mm-hmm. I would be able to live longer than you because I can tread water and swim. But eventually, okay. we're both gonna drown because. You know, All right, so you're not one of these people that can just kind of relax and you have the buoyancy to exist indefinitely. Oh, no, I could. I could, but okay. like eventually. No, I, I can float. I can dead man's float. I, I'm All very, right. very, very comfortable in, in what? Okay. Been, in, been in a pool since I was, you know, two years old. So, like, yeah, okay. absolutely. I can but my point is, like, eventually, like, we're both going to need rescue. All right, gotcha. But I feel like I could get you to the point, 30 minutes, I think I could get you to. <laughs> you're so confident about 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Dude, honestly. I've had, I've had like certified swim instructor now. Yeah, no, I'm, they don't know what I know. I'm more buoyant now. Like my midsection is, is more floatable than it has been at any point since I was a bouncing baby boy. So I feel like my buoyancy should be at its peak. It's all And yet confidence. still, I hold my breath, I dead man's float, and the, the lower half of my body just sinks like a brick. 
It's all about confidence. It has nothing to do I, with you. I hear that. I don't, I don't really possess much fear of the water. I just never attained the skill to master it. If, if you would sink in a 10-foot pool, you yeah. should have fear of the water. Like, you know what but, I mean? I, mean like, I can just push off the ground and get to the wall or get my lips yeah. above. I, I can tell you some stories about my travails. and like My wife and my mom get very worried about the stuff I'm willing to do in the ocean, let alone in a pool. Like a pool, I, I, I'm fairly – I mean, you know. My struggles have been in open water, not in the pool. <laughs> I don't have any issues in the pool, even though I can't swim. But I touch down, and I burst up, and, you know, I'm, I'm usually okay. I, up to this point, I've been okay. Okay, yeah, I think you're very, very close to being able to have me sign off on you being able to swim. While uh, at the same time, still very close to drowning. Right, it, it's, right. It's, it's yeah, a, you're in a weird spot. It's a balance. Yeah. It's a very de- delicate balance, yeah. So you've spent a lot of time in oceans. Without- I've surfed. Without feeling like you can swim. with So with a life jacket oh, yeah. and an instructor? No, I mean an instructor, but no, no life jacket. Like on a surfboard, they have these, like in, we've done it a couple times Dude, in Hawaii. where that is dangerous. They have, agreed. I mean, I, I, you know, <laughs> I've got a kid now. I shouldn't do it as much. I haven't done it since I've been a dad. But we're, okay. we're thinking along the lines of like where we're going to take a trip somewhere sometime soon. We're trying to think about where we want to go. Wife grew up on the beach. She loves the beach. I like the beach. I don't necessarily like the feeling of sand in my feet. And I'm not a great swimmer or can't swim at all. But some places you go, they have these sandbars where you can get far enough out away from the shore in water that you can stand up in. And then the wave can still take you in. So as long as I got a big enough board, yeah, I'll stand up. I ride some waves. We have a good time doing it. But every once in a while, you end up in one of these spots where, oh, we thought it was like six feet of water. Sorry, sir. It's like nine or ten feet of water. But the foot's connected to the surfboard. Where I can, you know, get that. I understand, but like all it it takes is like that strap to break, and you're in a huge amount of trouble. Likely in harm's way. You know what this is? Like by far my most confidence in anything like physical or athletic comes in water. Okay. I thought you were going to say golf. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 it's the sport that I like the most, but it's Mm -hmm. you know, like in terms of just. Compared to the average person, like I am mm-hmm. just, I'm very, very comfortable in water, whatever. It's just how I was raised. Yeah. But, but you, you can dunk, you can break a backboard, you played in the NFL. Like you're comfortable in basically every athletic setting. And I feel like that confidence is maybe over transferring to water. I don't know that I've ever <laughs> met anyone who has surfed in an ocean without a life jacket who can't swim like that is ocean swimming can be dangerous man like that there's an undertow Agreed. like one thing goes wrong you're hundreds <laughs> of yards out there and your ass better be able to swim so I, I i reached a point in my life where i was no longer willing to bungee jump that was more just a calculation off of like at my mass i'm trusting someone's math skills that my head won't smack the pavement. So I got it to a point where I wasn't willing to bungee jump anymore, got to a point where I used to want to skydive, but I was always over the weight limit for skydiving, so I didn't do that. I would still be willing to zip line. I'm, I'm usually over the weight limit for zip lining when we you know, tried to sign up for that at different points, but I would be willing to zip line. And at this point, I'm still willing to get in the ocean. I do have, I think, a little more trepidation about it now than I did before I was a dad. I haven't you even should. tried it since I've been a dad, but... You know, I I still feel like I'd be willing to do it. I, I man, respect, respect, <laughs> or just put on a damn life jacket. <laughs> well, I mean, they just they don't give you a life jacket when you surf. The assumption is that you can swim. You can swim if you're surfing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I don't so, I mean, any, like, yeah. 
when we're snorkeling, like we do the, the snorkel thing and looking at the turtles and all that. I have a life vest on for those things. It's usually two life vests because sometimes they don't really keep yeah. me effectively above the water. But, yeah, I mean, I'll, I've, I've worn life vests and life jackets just for surfing. They don't give you one. Wow, I this is I've I can I've never met anyone like you, Anthony. All right, but I, I've you feel like you know swim. my description. I can't yet swim. I don't know, Tanny. I would say Shane? you cannot yet swim. Yeah. Okay. I, after the last eight minutes, I am confident that you are close, but you cannot yet swim. Yet you are the most confident non-swimmer <laughs> in the ocean that I've ever heard of. I've met a lot of people who can't swim. None of them are interested in going to the ocean. Uh, so that that is that is certainly a first for me. Uh, we have Ron Kittle, great baseball man and storyteller, oh. coming up in 20 minutes. Uh, in an hour and 20 minutes, Darnell Mayberry covers the Bulls for The Athletic, terrific basketball analyst and writer, will join us. And then John Greenberg, professional smartass, is going to join us uh, two hours from now. So that's what we're doing we have uh, nonsense to do. Shane and Tanny are here, and uh, we're going to hang out, man. That's the show. No, we're not. Uh, oh, you're not here? No. We had to okay. leave. Automation. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we had to leave. Do I get to leave? Mike Rankin's here. Oh, God. Okay, well, vacation day for me, too. Uh, good luck. Th- yeah, thank you. Thank you, man. <laughs> ha- have a good one, man. All right, fellas. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.